You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Howdy ho! I watched myself a movie last night, Mr. Hughes. Have you seen Have you seen the Black Panther? I have seen the Black. I've seen all the Black Panther. Yeah, and you enjoyed the Black Panther. Good film. You liked it. Um. Yes, I did. I'm not as insane about it as some people because it's. Right. It, although I think it's an important film. Uh, I I did like it. I did enjoy it. Yes, I enjoyed it, and uh, and uh, I thought it was great. And I thought it was an important film too, in the same way that I watched the film, thinking that uh, if I if I grew up uh, African American in this country, to watch this film where almost the entire cast is African American and and. And and they are the most advanced people, and they are honorable. There, people. there I, are there are two white so guys. Nice. Yeah, it must be must be wonderful to see something that looks like you, uh, you know, finally on the big screen in a bit, you know, that isn't produced by Tyler Perry. And uh, so, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, it's great and important. But uh, I did have a problem uh, okay. with the film and a plot device in the film. Um, All right, go for uh, it. Uh, that just really ruined it for me. And okay, and I'm it listening. is it is this and this just won't be ruining the film I don't think if you haven't seen it but um so it's the most advanced country on the planet with the vibranium and they've got all the advanced medical stuff and the holograms and and they and there's amazing honorable strong people and the way they pick their leader is basically if you can kick the king's ass you get to be king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the Thunderdome. It's basically yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones in in Wakanda. As to yes, who like gets we to can be. cure cancer, but still our but monarchy yes. is determined by fisticuffs. Yeah, who yes. can <laughs> kick the king's ass? That's basically who gets to be who gets to be king. And if you can kick the king's ass, we're all going to follow you. We, then yeah. that's it. You're the new king, and we're all going to follow you. Despite the fact that we have the internet, and we know that there is representational representational democracy and and constitutions and so forth, we're still going to go with the old. Give these two guys a couple of sticks, and whoever wins gets to rule the entire country. It, it is it is a little bit of a weak point in their government structure. I will give you that because uh, it it is is what we call the anti evolutionary process. Because evolution and the development of society, the what happened is at some point some little smart guy who's weak but very smart convinced the big guy that he has to behave himself. Uh, for some reason, whether it be religion or society, whereas right. before that, the biggest, strongest guy could just go and take what he wanted. Like, hey, you've got two sheep. I've only got one sheep. I'm going to kill you and take your sheep. And if you could kill somebody and take their sheep, those were your sheep. And there's no way to tell you that you can't have That's right. Sheep. That's, there's no rule right. of law. There's no sheriff. Right. But the development of religion and society and a, and a moral code and all of that stuff, that enabled the weaker, smarter people to take control of society, the smart, and that's how we have government, that's how we have laws, you know, smart people at some point in the history of humanity took over from the strongest people, and so Black Panther, Wakanda's like, yeah, we're just going to keep this one thing. Yeah, do one thing, when when they went into it, I was just like, okay, does anyone want to challenge, And, and and I was just like, oh God, please don't tell me 
that all you have to do is present a challenger who beats the king and you get to be please please don't tell me that's what you're doing okay anybody going to challenge the king into a battle of with sticks and i'm like oh my god really after you've just shown us that you're the most advanced civilization on earth and and good and noble and wonderful people this is how you resolve your differences the first rule of wakanda fight club is <laughs> you don't talk about it. you don't talk about wakanda fight club the second rule of wakanda fight club is <sighs> Don't talk about what kind of fight. Also, also, uh, if you have the biggest stick, you might become king of Wakanda. It was just, it was ridiculous. It was quite ridiculous. It really was. Okay. I mean, maybe they're just keeping that so that they're, you know, still in tune with their their tradition. It's a stupid and, plot device. Listen, I'll that, buy into all the other bull. I'll buy into all the whole, oh, I've got a magic bead, and if you stick it in a wound, it heals you. Yes, I'll buy into all the science fiction superhero stuff, but that is just a stupid plot device by it, sloppy writers. It wasn't flying cars or speaking to the dead or no. Or that's any of that no, stuff. no. I'll buy into all of that for the sake of for the because because you know if you if the world was a little altered, I can see that. But I find it hard to believe that over you know millennia that civilizations would evolve and still adhere to the the guy who got the hardest punch gets to be the king. <laughs> then and the best part is not only that there are two guys down there fighting to the death. Right. Uh, o- over uh, you know who's going to be king, but there are literally hundreds of people, most of them scientists with advanced degrees, yeah. standing around going, "Kill him! Yeah. Kill Way him. to go! <laughs> Way to go! Yeah, get in there, fight! You're you're scientists. What are you doing? Yes, you know, like, I come to my say, excuse me, isn't this a little bit stupid? Why, couldn't we just vote? And have, can we vote because I think we would all vote for that guy, and in that, we all want that guy. So why don't we just have that guy instead of saying that if this a-hole beats his butt, we're going to follow that guy. That makes Welcome no sense. Welcome to Photobomb episode 160 where Boo-Ray ruins everything. I'm just saying. I'll buy all the other stuff in the film. That's fine. You know, whatever. That's fine. But come on. That was just bad. That was just because it's been used over and over and over and over again. And I'll buy it in a movie like Thunderdome where, okay, we're a dystopian futuristic society. So, yeah, we have regressed. But the whole point of Wakanda was that it was supposed to be better and more noble than yeah, all think the other that they countries. would have a they would have a better system yeah you'd you know? think that they would have come up with representational democracy and they definitely now. wouldn't have an electoral college in Wakanda they no they would not have an electoral <laughs> college it would be majority vote because you know that's the way it should be the people vote and the, the majority the wins the, the peoples. peoples the peoples get to pick the king so or uh, queen yeah. or queen or queen absolutely or or them or, or transgender uh, them, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by them. That's what a them is. You say them, yeah, because some transgender people prefer to be referred to as them. I don't think that's grammatically correct, but I'll go with it. It, it, it is to them, and you're seeing it now. I read a couple of articles this week where um, they were talking about uh, Jeffrey Tambor, you know, the actor who's been accused by two people of being uh, really, really rude on his on and uh, and so forth on the sets of yeah, his he's shows. Got that show where he plays a yeah. transgender individual. Right? One of those two people who accused him is transgender and refers to be prefers to be referred to as them. And so in the article, they refer to them as them. That's interesting because even though someone may or may not be transgender or have a fluid gender identity, they're still just one of them. Exactly. I feel like them is plural, and that I have the yeah. same problem with that. With that, and yet it seems a little a little harsh, derogatory. Yeah. So yeah. 
We'll go with them. Perhaps they need another word that is that that means ob- object or just or means means non designated sexuality. How about we don't really uh, have one? I guess we don't really have one. Um, I, I I got an idea. How about we just steer clear of this topic completely? No, this is a grammar topic. <laughs> I'm I'm for you 100, percent but you know what you need to do? You need to come up with a word. They need to they need to come up with a word and push it forward. I mean, we've done that with so many other things. A transgender was a word that somebody invented. Uh, you know, people come up with words. You know, it used to be you called people Oriental. Nope, not anymore. No, now it's Asian. No, that's now it's just Asian. a rug. Right, Oriental is a rug. They decided it was Asian, and and that's fine. So I think they need to get together and come up and say this is the word we're going to push forward that's going to represent these people that we that they feel comfortable with. I wonder what that word will be. Um, like I, I, I hesitate to offer some ideas forward for fear of looking like a complete I think, tool. I think it'll be a new word. I think it'll be a word you've never heard before. I think they'll come up with something, something that will like it'll be like nudie, like short for neutral, or it'll be you know it'll be they'll come up with some word meaning meaning we prefer not to be not to be class classified or clarified in any way. We just want or, to be or, or the uh, the the person formerly known as female or <laughs> or indie. <laughs> Indie, short for individual. That would be a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, you would say, you know, instead of saying he went to the store, you say Indy went to the store. Meaning an individual went to the store. When you say Indy went to the store, I'm thinking of Harrison Ford yeah, right. in a hat with a right. whip. <laughs> <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> I, uh, but this is one of those things. I am, as we're, as we're Short talking round, about it. the name of that character, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Just uh, throw that out. As we're talking about it, I'm imagining some people that I know on the internet just losing their minds. Like, what are we going to do? Blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And, right. and at the same time, this is one of those things that has so zero effect on me personally. Yes. That, I just, that I'm just like, why would anyone be upset about it? Like, I just can't even imagine. Well, you know, it's like, uh, you mean I have to – now I have to uh, – you know, I have I to learn to, a new word? Yeah, I have to learn a new word. Uh, you know, yeah, well, it's, it's a small thing. It's not really worth getting upset about, I don't think. I agree completely. So, uh, speaking of small things that aren't worth getting upset about, have you noticed the? And I think we sort of fell down in not talking about this last week. Uh Is the uh, the royal wedding and the reaction to the royal wedding, where there are people that have been on the internet just crushing it, like just saying the the worst things about everything to do with it, where criticizing Meghan Markle's dress and you know. The the monarchy in general and the photos and it's just I mean my opinion short story it's absurd you, like get a life right like, <laughs> honestly uh, you must not have a whole lot going on for you in your life if the if the if the thing that you have to hang your hat on you're an internet crusader uh, bashing the royal wedding I I don't understand so what you're saying is that is that I'm not allowed to go off on how bad the photography was. Well, first of all, you're allowed to do whatever you want, <laughs> but the fact that these people have, comparatively to your average citizen, unlimited financial resources when it comes to hiring a photographer, yes. they hired who they wanted, they got what they wanted, and you you should have zero input about that. You go, eh, well, you know, that's what they wanted. Like, there it is. Like, they have, they're not terrible, the pictures, they're not, they are um, fine, and uh and I just don't care enough about it to just get into an argument about it. I've seen so many photographers posting what they would have done differently. And here's the truth. 
most of the photographers that you and I know, if they were put in that situation, they would have crapped themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, under that amount of pressure, you right. have no idea what it would be like. We're not talking – they're not photographing celebrities. You're photographing, like, royalty to which there are – there's so many – rules and customs and 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 just all these things that you have to do and restrictions on you and I myself I don't care what they were paying me for the amount of negative press or whatever I would you know you could have turned in the best wedding photos ever and there would still be people on the internet vilifying you for having done it well sure sure there's going to be your naysayers no matter what but I um you, Go for it. Go when for it comes it. to art, if you are someone who participates in that art, then um, critique of art is simply going to happen and should happen because that's how art progresses. I mean, it's easy. If the bride's happy, I'm happy. And if they're happy with their pictures, I'm happy. But to say that people who are really into wedding photography are going to look at wedding photography of the biggest wedding in the last you know decade and not pick it except apart. Except for the other, except for the other royal. Wedding. Yeah, and and not pick it apart is unrealistic in the Agreed. way in in the way that you would say. And I expect that uh, you know, no of the directors in Hollywood should not, none of them should have an opinion about Steven Spielberg's new film. They're all going to have an opinion because to be entrenched in the life of that particular art form means to constantly be critiquing your own work and other people's work in order to improve yourself. I think you're mixing up two different things here. Like we're not talking about art necessarily created for public consumption. It just so happens that these people happen to be incredibly famous and now their wedding pictures are public fodder not because they necessarily wanted them to be but because it was inescapable that they would be. And so, because of their celebrity. And so, it's not like you have Andy Warhol putting out a new exhibit and then being mad that people were critiquing it. You're talking about someone's wedding photos that, because they're famous, are all over the internet. And a bunch of photographers who couldn't have shot that on their best day, no matter what they say, you know, couldn't have come up with that good of a photography on their very best day, uh, are, are sitting really? there. Really? I, I yes, because you have no idea what that what that photographer had. To I do, do know what he had. He had to shoot six family portraits in twenty two minutes. He used window lighting, and he had them. I had six portraits in twenty two minutes with window lighting. Not that hard to do. It depends on you and know, you know how what many, you can pose how many handlers better. These you can have. Move, you can move William off of the dang vertical line of his wife's hat there a little to the is. left or a little to the right. You can bring that kid that looks like Severus Snape broke off to the side there. You know, like he's trying to get away from. The, you can move him in a little bit. You could have posed him just a little bit better. <laughs> just a little bit. Come on, Snape. just a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Uh, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Dave Dave Dobel, by the way, commented said I would have shot in auto. There you go. <laughs> and the official portrait of the two of them in black and white? Oh, that's so pretty, except for the horrendous crop on his hand. Come on. You and I both know you don't ever crop on the wrist. Yeah. I First of all, I get that, but I don't think I, – I just don't care. Like I and, and here's the thing. You can say that, yes, it's, it's for public consumption and people are going to critique it. It's inescapable. It's it's unassailable. There are going to be human beings, especially photographers, that are going to criticize it. And I maintain that most of them 
couldn't would have done worse than that. Uh, first of all, because of the pressure that you're under, every single person in that photo has like a personal handler and an assistant and four butlers all making, you know, all talking in your ear at the same time. It wasn't like it was just him and a family group. It was a totally, totally different situation. But besides that, besides that, there are people who, when they go to the movies, choose to just leave their their cups and popcorn bags sitting there on their chair and then they leave and they leave garbage behind. I know with a logical mind that there's a certain percentage of people that are just going to leave their trash in the movie theater and there's nothing you can do about it. I can rant, I can rave, I can be critical of it. There's just going to be people that will do that. Does that mean they're not a-holes? Absolutely not. They still are a-holes. So people that are getting on the internet and just bashing this for the sake of what? Like, you could have done better? Yeah, well, maybe. We'll never find out. But I'm pretty sure that you don't know what you don't know. And so everybody should just calm the hell down. That's I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I could have done better. I'm, I feel confident that I could have done at least what I saw. Um, but I am saying that I think some of it comes from, at least for me anyway, it came from the disappointment of, okay, here we go. Royal wedding, we're going to see something now. I'm going to see something that's going to make me feel bad. I'm going to see something that's going to make me go, you know, I'll never be that good. I wish I could be that guy. This is why I can't get the... I'm going to see something. And then when I, the pictures came out, I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not seeing anything. I wanted, I wanted to see something the way when, when Annie Leibovitz releases something and you go, well, there you go. That's but why, why, that's you, why, why she's Annie you? Leibovitz and I'm just some guy. You know, off doing my thing. And that's what I was hoping to see. For, but because why? to me, that's what's exciting. Because to me, that's what's exciting about the world. I could care less about any of the other stuff. But to me, why the only thing that's exciting that? is the photography. Because I'm excited about photography. And I'm excited about wedding photography. Because I I'm remember a, 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 week, a week ago when we were sitting here, you said you don't get excited about anything. I don't. And, well, and I mean, that. I don't want to say I was excited about seeing it. But um, it, relative to my excitement level over anything else having to do with the wedding... Yes, this is the only thing I might have cared a, a fig about. Was I would like to see some of the photography because I'm gonna. I bet I'm gonna see something good. And then but when here, I saw it, I was like, "Oh, but this he, doesn't here, impress here's me the thing. at all." Ultimately, it sounds like your expectations are the thing that that tripped you up because they're just folks. They're just people, and it's just wedding photography. I mean, you're you're putting you don't put those expectations. If your cousin gets married, you're not. Rubbing your hands together, being like, "I can't wait to see what the photographer comes up with." It was no, only because, because my cousin the isn't family. the richest person in England. <laughs> First of all, they're not because the my person. In uh, no, that would be J.K. Rowling. <laughs> but if J.K. Rowling was showing her wedding pictures, I'd be like, "Here we go. What are we going to see here? Who did it, this? It's not, Jonas? It's, it's, who who shot this thing? I'm going to see some great work here." And and I or was just, Richard uh, Branson probably yeah. actually. I'm just like, ah, uh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, and 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 I get it. Listen again, bride's happy. I'm happy, okay? I'm not saying that he did not do a good job for them. I'm not saying that at all. That's what they wanted. That's what he gave them. They're happy. He's happy. I'm happy. However, stepping outside it as a person who is in the art form, looking at the work, I was not impressed. I agree. I was not impressed with the photography either. However, I I just never for a second put myself in a position where I thought I would be judgmental of it because if it was some the wedding of like my neighbor or some wealthy person in my town I would be like jeez man you figure you could have done better than that with what they had to pay you but because of the situation I go look I don't know what that's like now if you compare well, it I was to, the same way 
I was the same way until I started reading some articles where they 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 detailed it out. Like I read one I read one today where they were saying the same thing. Uh, this this incredible picture, these incredible pictures, and it was all it was just all effusive with the praise. These incredible pictures. He only had twenty two minutes to capture six images. They said twenty two minutes, and look what he got. That's a lifetime for a wedding photographer. Twenty two minutes? Are you kidding me? In twenty two minutes, I, I, I'm going to get twenty setups. Yeah, I mean, twenty-two minutes is an awful lot, you know. But we're ta- again, we're talking about large family groups and celebrities and a lot of little kids. So I, I don't know. It's I just I just don't think it's like I don't think it's constructive or helps the art form for photographers to get online and just start talking about how terrible the pictures were. Not only that, the thing that irritated me the most is how people were so critical of other stuff. Like I saw people, close people, people in my family. Going on Facebook and saying, I don't like the dress. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, see, no. No, listen, if you're Vera Wang, then you get to go on and trash the dress because that's your art form and that's your thing. But if you're just an average guy, oh, shut up. What do you care? Yeah, shut up, Grandma. And also, that's that's personal. You know, that's personal to her. Okay. No one's saying she doesn't look good in the wedding photos or whatever. I'm just I'm just saying that I was yeah, I was let down by the wedding. And here's the thing. It's easy for you to but if we didn't do this sort of thing, then what would we ever talk about? I mean, you know, I, I can't, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine a situation where the entire royal family had official headshots done and you would just be like, "Yeah, I don't have any opinion on those." I don't think that would be the case. You would I don't know that I have an opinion. I think that I, I think that it would be the same for me. I think that it would be in the same situation. Be like, I don't know, wonder what circumstances that person was working because I tell you what, in my situation, I photographed you know the you know a local realtor and I photographed CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and I know for a fact that the more uh, powerful and the higher the position of the person, the less time you get with them and the more restrictions there are and the more people are buzzing around you telling you what to do. I photograph people in that situation where I have their assistant and their manager and then like their lackeys and they're all like, oh, no, he doesn't like this and no, no, she doesn't want you to do this. Oh, she likes this side of her face and oh, okay, you've got two minutes. You've only got two minutes. Okay, now you've only got one minute left and I've had that happen to me many times when photographing the senior partner in a national law firm or whoever, and it's a pretty normal thing to where you get used to it, but I know that depending on the circumstances that I'm put under, that it changes the quality of the work. It absolutely does. I get that. I get that. I get that. And if I, and if I have seen, if I had seen anything that led me to believe that that sort of stuff was being rained down on him, then I would be, oh, that poor guy. But do you think I haven't that seen if that was like the that. case, that he or anyone else would be talking about it? If that had, is what had happened, like he would never work again. If he was bashing the royal family and the way that he was handled, he would never work again. No, he'd be done. You cannot say negative stuff. That it I'm would not, be over. I'm not buying that there was a handler there who said, no, no, no. William must stand right behind uh, his wife so that her hat f- completely f- uh, blocks his chest. I'm not probably buying not, that he couldn't go. Hey, William, move just about uh, a little bit to the left, please. Thank you. No, you say your your royal highness. Your royal highness. Thank you. Your royal highness. I, 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 Could you just move you wouldn't a little be able way? to call him Thank Willie. You. Hey, Bill. Yo, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Hey, scoochy hey. scooch. No, you. But, no, the one, up, not, Billy. no, the bald one. Yes, you. You, sir. You, the we'll ugly prince. The yeah, hey, hey, ugly prince, move that. <laughs> that would be me at the wedding. I'd be like, yes, ma'am. Yeah, grandma, grandma, can you turn a little bit? Yeah, just cross your feet, the ankles. Thanks, grandma. Do you mean That's your royal? Your, you mean your Majesty? <laughs> yes. Is that what you meant to say? Yeah, because you know you do that. You're like grandma, mom, dad. You just refer to everybody by their designation. You mean grandma? Can you just turn your knees in a little bit? Thank you. We don't want to move it or lose it, sister. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Grandpa, why so sour? Give us a smile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, I, oh, yeah I, I get it. You mean it. Prince not, Philip. Not, you yeah, know, you. here's the thing. It wasn't his thing also. The guy, he's not a wedding photographer. He doesn't know how to pose a wedding party. You know, and, right. and they didn't want that. They wanted him. They liked him. And they get a million pictures taken of themselves all the time. They can have official family portrait done some other time. It would be much better. And so if she's happy, I'm happy. Everybody's happy. However, it is unrealistic to think that wedding photographers are not going to look at what the, the most published wedding pictures of the year or a five-year period and not have a little something to say about them. I'm I'm fine with it. I realize that people are going to have stuff to say about it. I am just silently shaking my head and judging you for 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 putting it on the internet. Like I just, who cares what you think about the royal wedding photos? Oh, well, the who answer cares, who cares what I think about anything? I mean, that's what the internet is for. I, I, I care. It? I care what you think about things. Yeah, just, not the, the, just not the royal wedding photos. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> royal wedding photo. I mean, you know, and everybody sees them. And I think no, I think it's perfect fodder. But and by and and also. On the flip side of that coin, had he crushed it, he would be, he would, it would be effusive praise right now by those same people. Now, there'd still be some people, some uh, There's always going to be some people, but there would be a lot of people who were, just, who, who were saying what you were saying in the other direction. They would go, oh my God, look at these pictures, and you know it must have been a nightmare, and you know the pressure must have been incredible, and oh my God, look at these pictures. Like if when you you're watching with us, you see a picture that Anna Leibovitz did of the Queen outside on her farm, and it and 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 she's turned and she's wearing the black. And you look at that picture of the Queen, and you look at everything that she's ever done of the Queen, and you're like, oh, this is a nice picture of the Queen, window lighting in the room. Okay, wearing the big gown, whatever. This is really not that hard to do. And then you see that one picture that she did of the Queen outside wearing black with off-camera lighting, and you just go, oh, oh my God! In my life, I would love to have, to have because you know she had three frames. And you're and and she just crushed it, you know. And you just oh, and it's and that's wonderful, that's fantastic, and I'll sing your praise to heaven. But this guy, I haven't seen a single picture that made me go, oh my god. I I have here's here's that I haven't seen a single picture that made me wish it was in my portfolio. Yeah, no, that's I I, I don't disagree with that at all. And by the way, if you're watching with us live on and Facebook, my, my portfolio, feel free not to weigh in. And- let us know what let us know what you think about the uh, royal wedding photos. We'd love to know what you have to yeah. say. My portfolio not not you know not not so highfalutin that I got extremely high standards for the portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is, yeah. Um well, you know, okay, it's fine. Like that's I thought the pictures were fine. I didn't really care. I just I just feel like um we put too much of a premium on the celebrity of it and uh Maybe I have that British national identity where I feel protective of of William and Harry. I remember like when I was a when I was a teenager, I remember when Princess Diana died. Right. And 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 as a nation, I remember the I remember the news uh the news footage of Harry uh putting a letter on his on his mother's grave and it was a little letter on the front it said mummy on it, you know, like right. And and I just and and as as a someone who identifies with them in that way, I, th- I feel like the the nation of England in general feels very protective of them, right? Because we sort of watch them grow up from the tragedy to like becoming you know uh, military veterans and helicopter pilots and then getting married and having children of their own. I feel like you know we feel attached to these guys, and then I when it, when anybody comes out like negatively you just sort of want to go whoa 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 you know what i mean it's like you just feel protective of these kids that we watch grow up and i uh you know 
So uh, when it comes to the wedding photos, I'm like, look, that's what that's who they wanted. But there is right. a there is a larger narrative here. I think wait, I think there's a place for it too. I mean, if you want to go into a photography group and discuss it, that's great. Like on my personal feed on Facebook, there was no, oh my god, these pictures are awful because that, that's not you know because then it's like you're attacking them. Right. A bunch of photographers sitting around having a heated discussion about the quality of those wedding photos. You mean like we're just, doing, yeah, like we're doing right now. That's just good times, buddy. I'm sorry. That's I. I <laughs> that to me is a good time. Let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. You take the yay side, and I'll take the nay side, and let's go at it. I mean, that's the fun of being into something. Because what else are we doing to assuage the existential crisis? Know, you know, we just did the same thing to to Black Panther. You know. <laughs> You know, it's no different. Which I feel very protective of Chadwick Boseman. There you I go. I don't know why. <laughs> Kim McHugh says, I'm with you, Gary. Thank you, Kim. That's very nice. I, uh, I, I, I have somebody on my side, which well, is rare. I'm sure you That's will. Cool. I'm sure you will because uh, there are many people uh, who, uh, and in some cases very rightly so, feel that any criticism is uh, somehow attacking or wrong. And, I, I, again, you cannot, I don't think you can be passionate about anything without having an opinion about it that is going to go against some other people's opinions about it. Otherwise, well, that's, you're, otherwise that's, you're not well, passionate about it. That's the difference between an opinion and a fact. I mean, but right. the, the difference is, is that I don't, obviously I have an opinion about the photos and I have an opinion about pretty much everything, but I'm not going to go to the internet to start bashing another photographer's work. There's professional courtesy where I say, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't feel the need to do that. For example, um, I wouldn't I, do it. I, I wouldn't do it if it's a photographer that shot the wedding next door. But I mean, but you don't think that you don't think that when you step up to that level, that you open yourself up. I mean, in, in in the same way that if you make a movie, you open yourself up to criticism on your movie from people who don't even make movies. You know? Oh, I mean? absolutely. You know, yeah, and, I mean, and when you're shooting something like a royal wedding or you know Jennifer Aniston, when you're shooting at a high level. Doesn't it kind of open you up to a wider spectrum of well now everybody gets to comment on my work because that's the level I'm at now. If I don't want to be, if I don't want people commenting on my work, then I should just stick to shooting you know mom and pop down the road. I suppose that's the nature of celebrity. Yeah, it's just unavoidable, and 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 that's totally fine. I just don't feel I just don't feel the need to, you know, to weigh in on it personally and and to criticize someone else's work for like every about once a week i have this little little tradition where i try to put positive positivity into the universe and i go onto google and i leave two or three reviews for local businesses that i frequent so anywhere even the gas the, the gas station i stop at whatever i go and i leave a good review for businesses that i like and there's only been maybe one time in my life where I've gone online and left a negative review. Like, if I have something negative to say, I usually won't go and bash somebody. You know right. what I mean? So my default is to not make it public how I feel when it's negative. And so I feel that way about this. It's like, I don't feel negatively about the pictures. Do I think they could have probably been better? Yeah, maybe they should have had Annie Leibovitz do the Pose family formals. <laughs> they probably would have been a little quote-unquote better according to what we think that they should look like. You also don't know the intent of the artist or whatever. Maybe they were going for that. You know? No, that, that's true. But, but okay, but I mean, let, let's follow this to its logical conclusion. If you take that path, then you also have no right to complain when suddenly you find that you can't seem to book many weddings because they're booking their uncle to shoot the wedding because people have no idea what good wedding photography is supposed to look like because nobody ever tells them. 
because they go, oh, well, it looks like the queen, and qu- the king and queen's wedding photography, so it, and that must be good because no one's going, no, actually, that's not good. It, can, it actually should be better than that, and that's why you should pay good money for a good photographer. I mean, if we go down that road of, of, of well, you know, you don't know the intent of the artist and et cetera, et cetera, then there is no such thing as bad wedding photography, and therefore, the guy with the new kit camera is going to be shooting your wedding just as good as me because it's all about his intent. Susie Fulton writes in, let's just talk shiz about everyone and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, Susie. Let's just do it. Um, yeah, you know, look, I, I'm with you. Like, I get what you're saying. And I have a feeling that there is a maybe a, a blog post in here somewhere for Bure Perry Photography to <laughs> like how not to get your wedding photos done featuring uh, Prince Harry and Meghan no, Markle's I'm just wedding. saying. I'm just saying that, there, that, that it, this sort of stuff is what sets a standard that – Aspiring photographers need to reach, and professional good photographers have already reached, and it justifies their pricing in the marketplace. And if that standard is never talked about or that standard is never held up, then the standard goes away, and suddenly so does the entire wedding photography market. Because now mm-hmm. there, is no, there, there is no reason to have somebody who knows how to pose better. Better? Well, what's better posing? I mean, just because the vertical lines are tilted, that doesn't mean anything. Just because he's standing above her head where he shouldn't be, that doesn't mean anything. Just because you – know, no, none of that means anything. Just, you know what? Just throw the whole family into a giant mix master and take a picture of them. That's a good family photo because we're not, we're not going to judge. We don't want to judge. Well, what? And then what happens to our entire industry? But that's that's the thing is that I know that there are people that are going to say those things, and I'm just not going to be one of them. I get that. No, no, I respect that. I respect like that. Like that's. I mean, there are there are enough people throwing shade that uh, I don't need right. to pile on it. You know, I just don't feel the need to just. It's all everything that can be said on something of this magnitude has been said, and there's nothing that I'm going to say that's going to add to that conversation. Right. So I'm just I'm just going to sit over here and quietly judge all the negative Nancys. <laughs> say like, and I'm also going to judge the people who are talking like these are the best photos in the world because they're not. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you they're also not the worst photos in the world. Absolutely not. No, no they're fine. No. They're fine. They're okay. They're all right. You know, but, but they could have paid a million not, dollars you know, for the photography if they wanted. They, they would never be put into a book of the best wedding photos shot this year, and, and or, they would, or and this they would, week, and they would not be put into a book of the worst either. You know, they're just they're fine. They look like they look like a wedding shot by somebody who's shot a couple of weddings. Hmm. All right. Well, then there we go. Um, well, I guess that's probably enough of a conversation about the royal wedding. <laughs> like that's we weighed in on that. <laughs> and in Star Wars news, uh, the uh, uh, the the new movie Solo has been out for the whole weekend, and I have yet to see it. So that's pretty. That's a lot. I even wore my Star Wars shirt today. See. Okay. But uh, so I, I promised my sister's coming into town. My younger brother's getting married next weekend. And so my sister's flying in from England, and I promised her that I would wait to see it. So if you want to know what discomfort feels like, uh, like uh, discomfort is being a Star Wars fan and waiting while everyone else goes and sees this movie. And, uh, and I can't because I told my sister I'd wait until Thursday to see it with her. So all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really dying to see this film because um, I don't. I don't know that I really want to know Han's backstory, Han's backstory, Han, Han. Yeah, I. You know, I was listening to. There's a great podcast I listen to called Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. It's really ex. All the people from the different areas of the uh, arts and entertainment desk they get together and they discuss pop culture and and what movies are coming out and TV shows and stuff. 
And uh, that was one of the things that they said. It's like, this is a character who doesn't need backstory. You don't need to be sympathetic with him. You know, it's right. like the idea, the idea is that he's this sort of like rogue character that sort of gets slightly endearing as it goes on. But basically, he's a guy who doesn't need a ton of backstory. And so, you know, I'm sure that it's fine, like all of right. them. I had this conversation with, well, like, the, the middle-aged man-babies who get on the internet and start posting about how, like, this director or this director ruined their childhood and stuff like that. And I just go, like, you know what? Disney is never going to stop making these movies, and some of them you're going to like, and some of them you are not going to like. And that's just how movies go. Like, you just have to realize that they're movies, and it's just a film. Everybody calm down. Unless it's Black Panther, and then we can go yes. on a 30-minute rant about stick fighting, yes. which would be great. Yes. Because as, as we've learned, kids, from the Photobomb podcast, um, stick fighting is no way to set up your... Your, 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 your government, no. Your, well, it is a monarchy, I guess. Yeah. So also, is, is it also constitutional at, monarchy? Also, as we've learned from these, these films, that uh, if you take a guy who uh, has never in his life held a spear, and you hand him a spear, he suddenly is an expert in how to fight with a spear. <laughs> that's not the, that's the sort of thing. That, that, I enjoy that, too. Like, we're going to take this modern guy, we're going to give him a spear or whatever, and we're going to put him up against this guy who was trained from, since birth to fight with the his spear. His entire life. His yeah, father his, killed a guy yeah, with a spear. Yeah, exactly. To and, become and, king. And, and yeah. somehow, the, guy with, the, the new guy with the spear is going to beat the guy. You know, it's like, we're going to hand me a sword and put me up against a samurai warrior, and somehow, I'm going to beat the samurai warrior. I, be- I believe. I believe you might. I believe yeah. you might. And you see that in films a lot too. It always annoys me. I, my, I was immediately my wife because uh, I'm watching. I'm like, there's no way he wins this fight before the fight. He's upside. There's no way he beats that guy. That guy is trained in fighting with that weapon, and this guy is not. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna beat a fencer the first time I pick up an epee. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be comical how quickly that guy's going to stab me through the heart. So, Remind me never to go to the movies with I'm you. Just saying, it's I'm sloppy. Just... It's just sloppy as all. Do you realize that, that the funny part is that they could get the writers of a film like that. They they make the whole movie and they're like, "This is the greatest thing. This is going to do a lot for for cinema. It's going to be a blockbuster. It's going to make a billion dollars." And then they sit down and they watch the first screener of the movie and they go. Oh, the stick fighting thing, yeah. man! We really screwed the pooch on the stick I'm really fighting. Over, I'm really over. This. None of you guys caught this. There are 13 writers in this room, yeah. and nobody caught that. Nobody caught that. There's no way. There's no way the guy could possibly beat the dude when he's never picked up a stick in his life. Also, and, the other thing is, and really also they me. shouldn't be stick fighting to determine who the king is. The other just, thing that's really bothering me in movies is the sound effects have gotten just out of control. I have long had a problem with the every time you point a pistol at somebody, it makes a noise. This is in the movies. You, you, somebody points a pistol at you and it goes, Ch-ch-ch! and I'm like, why? What, where'd that noise come from? He just pointed the pistol. He didn't cock the pistol. Where'd that Ch-ch-ch! sound come from? And uh, in Black Panther, it's like crazy. There was one point where uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker takes his spear and stomps it on the ground in the water. And it's like a bass drum. Boom. And I'm like, I'm sorry, that's water? It's not going to make any noise at all when you bang it on the ground. I love that this is the stuff that's rattling yeah. around in or, your or, head. Or all, the, or all the female warriors with their spears, when they change position, they move from spear straight up to spear pointed to the left. It, 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 bang! They all make, it's a noise. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, what, nothing hit anything. All you did was move your arm three inches to the right. Where did this noise come from that suddenly, you know, every time they move, bang, boom. And I'm like, funny. where are these noises coming from? Oh, okay. So, yeah, for those a, of you, everything has to have a noise associated with it. 
for those of you playing uh, Blu-ray Descent into Madness, bingo. Um, you were close, but today's it. not the day. I get today's it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an audio cue. Like when, when suddenly a guy turns and points a pistol at you, just to have him do it, it's all quiet. That's not the same as, oh, I, pistol. Right. You know, I get that. But it's become ridiculous. And, and my favorite, of course, all-time favorite is they point the shotgun at you. They tell you to do something. You seem reluctant. So to prove their point, they cock the shotgun. They rack off a round and put a shell into the chamber, which tells me that originally they were pointing an unloaded shotgun at you. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you put a round in the chamber? Of the shotgun before you pointed it at somebody. In the mo- I think I think it's the sound, really. Yes, exactly. They want the sound of the of the shotgun, and I'm like, no, that's what you do the first time you put the shell in. Now there's one in the chamber. Let's go kill zombies. That's the way it works. But no, in the movies, there's never a round in the chamber because if there was, when they did that, it would come flying out of the shotgun. <laughs> the discarded shell will come flying out. Those of us Todd, who duck on it. Todd uh, Todd comments. Ray needs to think less. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm we have saying, another one here. Uh, Everything that you you think about that, you go back and watch any movie like Black Panther, and you watch how many times there is a noise associated with movement where there's no reason for there to be a noise, mm. and it will start to <laughs> it'll start to drive you a little crazy. Kim writes in. I just think it was unne- talking about the royal wedding. I'm assuming I think it was unnecessary chatter and criticism. We all had our opinions about the pictures, but it became a bash fest. Hmm. I think that might be right on, Kim. Yeah, I uh you know the thing is that there are so many tropes in movies like uh, that that we're just used to and you expect those things now, you know? Yeah. The set, and uh where where in real life it probably would be be the thing, but if movies were accurate to real life, then there would be no explosions cuz space is a vacuum. Yes. And so yes. <laughs> things would just sort of like drift apart from each other. Yes. On and on and on. Also but, uh, also when you get stabbed in the liver, you don't keep fighting. No, probably not. <laughs> and you don't ever, you don't keep fighting. Look, f- when you get stabbed anywhere, I don't know how, how many of our listeners have been stabbed yes, before. You don't keep fighting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say that if you get a stab wound, pretty much anywhere on your person, that's gonna put a real hitch in your giddy up. Yeah. You're not gonna, yeah. you know, unless and if you, of and if you get thrown across the room and into a wall, you don't get up. Now there's no. That's there's it. No you're get, out. <laughs> no you're get up for that. You probably broke your spine, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. Right. The movies. The things that people survive are often often comical. Yes. But any anywho, um, gosh, we spent a lot of time talking about the royal wedding. Well, and yeah, Black I mean, it was the big. I mean, and that's a, of course you have to. It's a big photo. So if we didn't pick apart his pictures, then it would just be the royal wedding. Did you see the pictures? I did. Yes, I, I bet they. I, I think they were happy with them. I think they were too. Next, you're really? a good man. I'm just saying, you're is that is that one. what we would be doing? What, what's where's the fun in that? <laughs> Come on. Oh, okay. Now, now it's fun to be salacious gossip and bashing is now the fun it part. It's not salacious it. and bashing. It's legitimate. The bottom line is, if if though if they were not the royals and I had shot that family portrait and they were not the royals, I would never put that picture on my website as an example of my work. I think what you said was probably uh, you hit the nail on the head when you said I would post about it in my photography group to discuss with other photographers, but I wouldn't post it on my. My public page just to, you know, right. for the sake of being negative. Because, yeah, because is. then ordinary people, they just think you're – because they don't, they don't look at photography. Because photographers, we look at photography different. Every time I look at a picture, I think if that was my picture, how would I kill myself? How, how would I knock myself out for, for the mistakes that I made? You know, and so that's what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not bashing you so much. I'm, I'm just like, oh – I, if that was mine, this is what I would have. I would have done this better. I would have done this better. I would have done this better. And when I look at most high-end photography work, I find very little 
that I can say that about it. And that's how I know it's high end. That's how I'm like, oh, wow, there's a guy who, wow, if that was yeah, my, yeah. I, I would love it if that was mine. Like she had all her stuff together. She did everything in this image yeah. was on purpose. Yeah, and if, if that if that was if that if I had done that, I can think of two or three ways that I would have screwed that up. You now, know? if now if said photographer for the royal wedding puts that into uh, the international photographic competition, and I happen to be a judge mm. on the panel, then that's the good forum for me to be able to criticize that work constructively. However, until that said photographer does that said thing, I'm just going to keep my opinions. To myself. Okay. All right. Speaking of which, uh, the International Photographic Competition is coming up. If you are interested, or let's just say you've competed before and you're totally spacing it, the deadline is approaching. Uh, it is almost June at this point when this episode comes out. And so the uh, it is you are able now to start submitting your entries to the International Photographic Competition if you're interested. And so I would say that that's a... An awesome way to uh, up your game and to improve your work and to get some unbiased uh, critique on what you're doing. And so check that out. Go to ppa.com, click on competitions, and you can find the information there. Um, and I have, uh, I think I've almost got a case together, actually. Do you? I, I uh, think I have my case finished. Uh, I worked on it yesterday. And um, was it yesterday or the day before I worked on it? And um, yeah, I think it's ready. I got one that's coming over uh, already merited and sealed. And so I'm putting... Three others in, and, and all of them completely different from the three that I put in district. I dumped all three of them. It wasn't like, you know, I put three in district, and I'm like, okay, this one got a 78, so maybe I can make some improvements to get up. And I'm like, no, no, all three of them go because Aim higher. they can't yeah, be, they absolutely. can't be, no, they just can't be saved. They were already, there's nothing, if you, if, if the best you can do with this is a 78, there's nothing I can do to make it an 81. So, uh, they're all gone. So I had to come up with three new ones, and, um, just going with a more abstract uh, vein this year. Not client work. Certainly not weddings because I would like a merit. And uh, so, uh, yeah, just going for, you know, whatever I think. I'm playing the game, Gary. And then, so for those of you that are uh, not familiar with the International Photographic Competition, you get one, eight, one, one set of entries that we call a case uh, of four. So you can pick four images to enter in the category uh, each year. So it is tough to narrow down an entire year's worth of your work to try and pick your four best that might do well in the competition. So we will, I'm sure, be See, following <laughs> Bure's descent into madness. It's not. It's not hard. No, let me. Tell you, it's hard to narrow down to your to the four images you're going to put in competition the first time you do it. Once you've done it for three or four years, it's the inverse. It's hard to find four pictures that you can enter into the competition because, because after you've you done get, it for a you while, in your and you own see. Head. You know what it takes to get a merit in the competition. It's no longer I've got so many good pictures. I don't know which one to put in. It's I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I got nothing that's going to you know that it, it, it goes exactly the opposite direction. It's amazing I don't know how anybody. many photographers I know that say that exact thing and then turn out like doing amazing. Like oh, I've got nothing this year. Right. And then they do really but, well. But I don't know anybody who's been competing for years who every year who when it comes time to pick their images they're like oh I just I can't decide because I've got so many 90s and I just can't figure out which one of these I've got like a good 10 15 pictures I know are all going to score in it's the gotta 90s be, that's got to be how Ben Shirk, out, that, that doesn't happen be, that's got to be Ben Shirk's life yeah, like, that's, it's yeah just, that's Ben Shirk yeah Ben Shirk sits around or, or Dan McClanahan the, and, they, yeah. And, yeah, they're, and, and they're going oh you know I got, I got 20 pictures here any, any one of them is going to score in the 90s I just can't figure out which one's going to get the 98 and the 100 I yeah gotta, I got to pick those four so I get I'm that. so tired of low 90s. Yeah, I know. I'm I just so want to get so Damn. tired. How low 90s is 100? I'm going to break the seal 
on that low 90. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I got a 92. Yeah, we're going to trash that yeah, one. I'm going to come up with something completely one. different. So, yeah, maybe there's one or two people, but uh, everyone else is like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. Yeah. I, I've actually been setting aside my strategy is throughout the year as I'm shooting. If I take an image where I think it has potential, I have a folder on my server that's called competitions 2018, 2017, right. etc. And I copy them there. And so when it comes competition time, I'll go in and there'll be maybe 15, 16 images in there for me to start working from. So I do that like throughout the course of the year because it's hard to, in June, to go back and think of something that you photographed in right. January. Well, you know what I do? I do the same thing except my folder's called Instagram. Because if, I, <laughs> because if I really, really like it, it's going on Instagram. So when it comes time for competition, I just go to my Instagram and pull up my feed from the year and I look at all the stuff I posted and in there will be, and there's not going to be some picture that I think is fantastic and could score in the 90s that I didn't put on Instagram. So I just go through my Instagram feed and I go, oh, yeah, that's that one. What, what, when was that? What was the month? And then I go back to that month and find my files and find that wedding or whatever and pull that one out. And then I put together a folder, like you're saying. Mm. It'd be interesting to do an experiment one year where you, you enter only the photos that have the most likes, like your four most liked photos on Instagram, and those get entered. Well, that wouldn't work because they would all be photos of me because you get the most likes on selfies. Is that what you, is that true? Yeah, probably my mo- my most liked photo is a picture of me. So then, you know, because people, oh, they they feel like if they don't like it, they're saying they don't like you. So you I know. should post more selfies. Yeah. yeah, but the one that the one that's coming over sealed from uh from district actually was one of my highest liked Instagram photos. Well, there you have it. Yeah. See, it's crowdsource your competition. There you go, crowdsource it. All right, so I think that's about it. Yeah, right, we need to wrap this time. thing up. Do you want to promote anything before we get out of here? I do. As a matter of fact, I've got two things coming up uh, in the month of June. The first is I will be teaching a two-day workshop in just a couple of weeks, um, a two-day marketing workshop at Florida Photography Workshops. And if you want to spend two days with me and we're going to be creating content, we're gonna, it's going to be live, hands-on, making stuff, making good content, learning how to do stuff, and that's going to be a killer time. Uh, that is floridaphotographyworkshops.org. And then later in this month, at the end of June, I will be doing my last speaking gig until September, which I will be teaching a class at the uh, Summerfest in Texas. And so you go to tppa.org or .com. I think the Texas Professional Photographers Association, they have a killer event called Summerfest that they do. And it's a big, it's at a beautiful resort. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really good time. Everybody brings their families and hang out by the pool and get some great photography education and have a great time. So I'll be judging at that competition and doing a class there. I believe that there's a fish fry and there's like a pool. It's going to be a good time. Anyway, so if you are in anywhere near Tejas, Texas, come see me. It's going to be an awesome time. I look forward to it every time I get to go to this great event. It's going to be really cool. Other than that, the next thing that we have coming is in September where we will be doing a live recording, a live broadcast of the Photobomb Podcast at Focus 2018. That is going to be in Orlando, Florida at the Florida Hotel and Conference Center. And if you want to find out more about that, go to areyouinfocus.com. And that is a kill. It's like our homecoming. Focus is, in fact, the place where we came up with the idea for the Photobomb Podcast. And so it's sort of our uh, it's sort of our uh, birthplace, if you will. And so yes. we get to come home and do a, a live with with a live audience. It's going to be really fun. I don't know what we're going to come up with. I doubt we'll beat the live musical number from the last time we did it, but we're going <laughs> to we're going to do something, and it's going to be a good time. So go to areyouinfocus.com to register. It's going to be a killer conference and competition. So no matter where you are, no matter where you live, grab your kids, grab your wife, head to Orlando, kick them out, send them to Disney World, and you can come hang out with us at Focus 2018. And uh, that's ruinfocus.com. 
You can find us online at facebook.com slash photobombpodcast. Uh, you can find our website, photobombpodcast.com. Gary is at hughesfioretti.com. Yep. And I'm at bureperry.com. And you can send us an email at questions at photobombpodcast.com. That's it. We'll see you back here again next week. See you later. Actually, wait. Now that the-